Hi, I'm Karen and welcome to She Speaks Truth. We are working this year on being present with each other, but more importantly, in our own lives. Thank you for joining us today. For the month of May, I'm going to be reading in the book of Philippians. I'm going to take one chapter each week, read it, and then maybe have um, a short couple minutes of commentary and then a prayer at the end. I'll be reading in the message version. So let's get started today with Philippians 1. Paul and Timothy, both of us committed servants of Christ Jesus, write this letter to all of the followers of Jesus in Philippi, pastors and ministers included. We greet you with the grace and peace that comes from God, our Father, and our Master, Jesus Christ. Love that will grow. Every time you cross my mind, I break out in exclamations of thanks to God. Each exclamation is a trigger to prayer. I find myself praying for you with a glad heart. I am so pleased that you have continued on in this with us, believing and proclaiming God's message from the day you heard it right up to the present. There has never been the slightest doubt in my mind that the God who started this great work in you would keep at it and bring it to a flourishing finish on the very day Christ Jesus appears. It's not all that fanciful for me to think this way about you. My prayers and hopes have deep roots in reality. You have, after all, stuck with me all the way from the time I was thrown in jail, put on trial, and come out of it in one piece. All along, you have experienced with me the most generous help from God. He knows how much I love and miss you these days. Sometimes I think I feel as strongly about you as Christ does. So this is my prayer, that your love will flourish, that you will not only love much, but love well. Learn to love appropriately. You need to use your head and test your feelings so that your love is sincere and intelligent, not sentimental gush. Live a lover's life, circumspect and exemplary, a life Jesus will be proud of, bountiful in fruits from the soul, making Jesus Christ attractive to all, getting everyone involved in the glory and praise of God. They can't imprison the message. I want to report to you, friends, that my imprisonment here has had the opposite of its intended effect. Instead of being squelched, the message has actually prospered. All the soldiers here and everyone else, too, found out that I'm in jail because of this Messiah. That piqued their curiosity, and now they've learned all about him. Not only that, but most of the followers of Jesus here have become far more sure of themselves in the faith than ever, speaking out fearlessly about God, about the Messiah. It's true that some here preach Christ because with me out of the way, they think they'll step right into the spotlight, but the others do it with the best heart in the world. One group is motivated by pure love, knowing that I am here defending the message, wanting to help. The others, now that I'm out of the picture, are merely greedy, hoping to get something out of it for themselves. Their motives are bad. They see me as their competition. So the worse it goes for me, the better they think for them. So how am I to respond? I've decided that I really don't care about their motives, whether mixed, bad, or indifferent. Every time one of them opens his mouth, Christ is proclaimed. So I just cheer them on. And I'm going to keep that celebration going because I know how it's going to turn out. Through your faithful prayers, the generous response of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, everything he wants to do in and through me will be done. 
I can hardly wait to continue on my course. I don't expect to be embarrassed in the least. On the contrary, everything happened to me in this jail only serves to make Christ more accurately known, regardless of whether I live or die. They didn't shut me up. They gave me a pulpit. Alive, I'm Christ's messenger. Dead, I'm his bounty. Life versus even more life. I can't lose. As long as I'm alive in this body, there is good work for me to do. If I had to choose right now, I hardly know which I'd choose. Hard choice. The desire to break camp here and be with Christ is powerful. Some days I can think of nothing better. But most days, because of what you are going through, I am sure that it is better for me to stick it out here. So I plan to be around for a while. Companion to you is your growth and joy in this life of trusting God continues. You start looking forward to a great reunion when I come visit you again. You'll be praising Christ, enjoying each other. Meanwhile, live in such a way that you are a credit to the message of Christ. Let nothing in your conduct hang on whether I come or not. Your conduct must be the same whether I show up to see things for myself or hear it from a distance. Stand united, singular in vision, contending for people's trust in the message, the good news, not flinching or dodging in the slightest before the opposition. Your courage and unity will show them what they're up against, defeat for them, victory for you, and both because of God. There's far more to this life than trusting in Christ. There's also suffering for him, and the suffering is as much a gift as the trusting. You're involved in the same kind of struggle you saw me go through, which on which you are now getting an updated report in this letter. Thank you, Lord, for this word in chapter one of Philippians. When I read this, there are several things that jump out to me, but all of it comes back to one thought and it's how will others see the life that we're living? When other people are watching us, will they see a life that is godly and following Christ? It makes me think of a podcast pastor I listen to. I listen to um, Dr. Mark Batterson um, from Community Church in Washington, D.C. And one of the things he says a lot is he tells his congregation that they may be the only Bible some people ever read. Some people may never actually pick up the Bible. They may never actually read any of the things in it. The only the only testament of Jesus's love, the only message they're getting from the Bible is by watching our actions. So these parts in here about, you know, so this is my prayer that your love will flourish and that you will not only love much, but love well. And meanwhile, live in such a way that you are a credit to the message of Christ. That is what it's talking about. We need to be living in a way, I need to be living in a way, and this is very convicting because I know sometimes I'm not. I need to be living in a way that the things that are coming out of my mouth, my actions, are a credit to the message of Christ. They're showing his love in all times. The other part that struck me is that every time you cross my mind, I break out in exclamations of thanks to God. There are many times that people cross my mind, and this should be an opportunity 
for me to lift them up in prayer. Either doing that on my own, in my mind, or even reaching out to them and letting them know. I'm thinking of you and I'm praying for you. Because this life is about relationships and that's what I've been talking about a lot this year. This life is about relationships. The ones that we are forming, the ones that we've already formed and are needing to maintain. And so while I've gone long today, I just, that is such an important thing. And I just, what I want to pray for us today. So let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I just, I praise you that you give us an example of love and how to love others well. That it's not just your friends, but everyone you come in contact with. That Lord, when you call us to live in a way that we're showing your love to others, Lord, just strengthen us. Give us words, give us actions that are in line with you. Help us to have our love flourish. And when someone crosses our mind, Lord, when someone comes to our mind, help us to just pause and lift that person up to you and then take a moment and reach out to them. In your precious name, amen. Thank you for listening today. If you have time, if you would share with a friend or rate and review this show, it will help other people find us. And as you go about your week, I hope that you are blessed and that you are a blessing.